Welcome to Unbecoming with Tash, the podcast to support you in breakups, relationships, love, life, and everything in between. My name is Tash, and ever since I was a little girl, I have been the go to person for guidance, whether that be in breakups, relationships, or just needing a little nudge in the right direction. My natural ability has always been there to help others. As a child, I loved being outdoors, whether that be in the garden, woods, or by the sea. Combining nature with healing, I bring many modalities together to form the practices I use to help guide clients to find out who they really are on a soul level. On weekends, you will find me traveling around the Lake District in Taylor, the Healing Hikes van, hosting events, retreats, up in the hills hiking with friends, and down by the beach throwing myself into the sea. I am passionate about my own personal spiritual development through yoga, meditation, energy healing, and plant medicine. I am bringing all of this into the Unbecoming with Tash podcast. And like I've said before, we are all in this together. Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Unbecoming with Tash. This episode, I'm not going to lie, it's going to be a bit of a bit of everything because there is a few things that I want to talk to you about today and that I want to share with you today. And if you listen to the bonus episode of the podcast this week, I was talking all about how to cope with being single on Valentine's Day and prioritising yourself and your own self-love rituals. And this brings me on to my focus for this year and this is all to do with not only just where I'm feeling called to focus on at the moment but because I've looked into my numerology chart and I can see that I'm in my year one. So I always knew that this year, coming into this year, I was really wanting to focus on myself um, and just constantly bring myself back to me, um, what is making me happy, what is making me feel fulfilled, what is it that I really want, um, both um, when I'm thinking about career um, and when I'm thinking about relationships, and but ultimately... What I feel like I've been working on probably over the past year is to completely trust that everything is happening just as it should, even when sometimes you feel like the rug is being pulled from underneath you. And I spoke briefly about this with um, Georgia on last week's podcast episode, where we were talking about when things happen in your life, where, you know things feel like they're falling apart but in reality those things have to crumble so that better things can come to fruition and the more that we resist those changes or try and cling on to something that isn't meant to be there the only person that we're really really impacting is ourselves so this year I sort of made a bit of a promise to myself that I was constantly going to be bringing myself back to me. Um, but something that I really wanted to share, and I've never really spoken about this before um, openly 
to many people. Um, but I feel like it is probably more common than than we think. And I wanted to talk about my experience with having HPV. And the reason why I wanted to do this is because I feel like it's such a I mean, this this episode is for the women because it's for those who are, although men can get HPV, there is no um, test out there to test men for it. And I, it, I don't know the um, ins and outs of it, but it doesn't impact men as much as it does or that it can impact women um, when it comes to us going to get our yearly or three yearly um smear tests um but that I wanted to share that this has impacted me um I won't really say impacted me but that this year I've sort of came to the realization as how much I the the connection between having HPV and the things that have happened in my life that have probably meant that I've not been able to clear it because there is an emotional connection to why I still have this virus and that there is a reason why my immune system is not able to um, fight it off. So... I don't know why, but something switched in me this year, which I was like, I think towards the end of last year, I got my letter to be like, okay, you need to come for your yearly smear because I've been having to have these yearly checks ever since I was diagnosed with HPV, just because it can turn to um, abnormal cells. And then those abnormal cells can then turn into cervical cancer. And obviously when anybody mentions the, the word cancer, there is a fear that comes with that, that I think we need to sort of break down the barriers of not fearing that because the more that we can take responsibility for our own health and um, being open to other options. And I get that when we are going through things or when we think that there's a, that there is something wrong with us, our first part of call is to Google it, which then we can sometimes end up going down a rabbit hole. I've been there before. I know exactly how it feels, especially when there's anything that's going on, you sort of Google it. And normally, the one of the first things that comes up, anything that you Google, any symptoms or anything like that, you can probably relate it to some form of cancer so you can automatically feel that fear and that fear you know then breeds and affects our own immune system to be able to fight off the virus that is there anyway and that virus the chances of that virus then turning into cancer is so probably so small and I will talk mainly about HPV because it's where I have done the most research and where I have the most personal experience that I can share and to be honest I would absolutely love to hear from more people who may have gone through these experiences and to hear um, your thoughts on it and your experiences of it 
But firstly, what I wanted to share is because the reason why this has been coming up for me is because through my own therapy, through my own coaching, it has been something that probably over the past year, I've been really, really feeling like I want to understand what is going on inside my body as to why my body can't fight this virus. And I feel like there has got to be an emotional connection to that. And I'm going to speak a little bit about a book that has massively helped me. Um, And I think... Actually, I know that this book could change people's lives in their understanding of any health issue that they might be suffering or going through. And not even just health issue, but it it even explains in detail about certain addictions that you may have and why you go to those certain things, whether that's alcohol, cocaine, weed, whatever, drugs or whatever vices that you have that you use, even down to gambling, these habits all have an emotional connection. This is something that you're trying to numb and you're using certain things as a coping mechanism, which then can end up turning into a disease or a health issue later down the line. But with HPV, there is a huge emotional connection to human papillomavirus that can then impact on whether you are able to fight the virus or not. And it's explained within this book, so I'm just going to go through um, sort of the clear explanation of the book and explain to you and also just share my own experiences of what I took from it. So somebody who has HPV is somebody that may feel that you are not con- not allowed to take control of your own life. You may have given your power away to others, especially influential male figures, which massively connects to me because of my experiences with and in my past from sexual abuse to being in a relationship with a narcissist and again, just mentally abusive. Um, it is being in the driver's seat was not tolerated during childhood. So maybe you never really felt like you could take control of your own emotions. Um, you may have observed one parent's submissive and disempowering reactions towards their partner. You may have had an association that emotional survival depends on giving your power away. So you may have found that you have given your power away a lot in your life to others. You are expressing the submissive parent's unexpressed emotions, either in the form of aggression, anger, or a no-nonsense attitude. You often search for validation from a partner. Um, Your mother or father, the opposite sex, did not meet your need for acknowledgement and acceptance. Um, You seem to feel stuck in the middle of a never-ending power struggle between your parents. You feel safe letting your guard, you feel unsafe letting your guard down or showing your true value as you do not feel worthy. You take comfort in having a strong facade. This facade has become your identity because you feel challenged to experience any real emotions. You have disassociated from how unloved and unworthy you really feel. Being disconnected from your identity is a big obstacle. You live your life from the head, mind, as a, and as a result, you tend to analyse your emotions instead of actually feeling them, which is something that I've really struggled with for a very long time. And it's probably only the past couple of years where I've really allowed myself to um, honour and feel my emotions and let them be valid and be aware of them rather than trying to numb them through different coping mechanisms. 
Um, there is often a power struggle between the sexes. Um, you want to be powerful, yet you feel challenged by male figures. Um, you want more respect and value than what you have been given and shown by a partner. You may feel invaded, personal space, by a partner who challenges your need to be in control of the home environment. And this book is amazing because it actually gives you breakdowns of like key points of things that you can journal on, of questions that you can ask yourself and really, really powerful questions. And I say this to all of my clients when we're um, going through a coaching session is that think about the, the questions that you can ask yourself whenever you're going through a situation or whenever something is coming up for you, ask yourself powerful questions as to how you can find out things about yourself that maybe you aren't conscious of yet. So the key points for HPV and questions that you should be asking yourself to find the emotional connection to this virus is what happens when you say no? And again, this is all down to what happens when you say no to the opposite sex. And it's all about being able to express a boundary clearly and freely um it's asking yourself how does that make you feel when you are expressing that boundary or when you are saying no um there is also points to look at where uh, where you may have the belief that in you expressing a boundary will equal that you aren't accepted or you won't receive love and there will be a lack of validation and this is explaining the emotional connection to HPV. So although the HPV has came from, or it's something that you may have been born with that then has been activated through contact with somebody else who has the virus, it's actually there to teach you something about yourself. Because as this book explains, your body is always talking to you and it's up to you to listen. And I'll put in the show notes this book. It's called The Metaphysical Anatomy by Yvette Rose. It is amazing. And I can't even express how much it's literally been like a game changer in terms of for myself and for my clients to help them understand what their body is trying to tell them about either their environment that maybe is toxic or that they are keeping themselves in a situation that isn't healthy for them. And there is always ways that your body is trying to communicate with you. So for me and my own journey with HPV, I have now decided to go down the more holistic route to try and heal the virus whilst also working through the emotional connection to it as well which I believe we could all do if we are suffering from for example I suffered from IBS for a very long time but the IBS was brought on by me not dealing with trauma and being and living in a really stressful environment because I was living with a narcissist so I was in a very toxic abusive relationship where my body was trying to release what I was feeling but I was too busy trying to suppress my emotions or using external coping mechanisms to try and deal with that situation that I was going through which stemmed through alcohol and drug abuse 
which then meant that I would use alcohol and cocaine as a way of coping and the reason why people use these types of things is because they don't know their own voice they don't know how to speak their truth they're scared to be themselves and it's easier to use these methods so drug and alcohol to feel accepted within a circle which you will find probably all those other people within that circle are just as lost as you and are also trying to find themselves or are using the same coping mechanisms because they don't feel like they have a place in the world and that is why you end up using these coping mechanisms because you're not actually listening to what your body is trying to tell you and then your body will then react in ways where you will get these viruses or these symptoms or these diseases which are stemmed from there's a root cause to everything there is a root cause to every health issue that we may find ourselves having throughout our lives and it's up to us to take responsibility and to try and work out where that comes from be curious and don't just think that the one answer is to go to the doctors there are other options you can go and speak to homeopaths naturopaths and actually look and go down the holistic route as well as also having guidance from a doctor and from a health professional but also be open to other options and that actually as a combination you need to be looking at mind body and soul and connecting the three rather than just trying to go down the route of which I when I've researched into HPV the advice that you get from going to a doctor and then being you've had your smear test and then you get the letter to say that you've got HPV and that then it will ask you to come back within a year and that it should go away on its own. We shouldn't have a virus that we're just told to accept and that this virus should just go away on its own when there are well-known and well-researched things that can help you and that can prevent you from this virus hanging around for longer than it should and for this virus to then end up manifesting into something worse and also it's to be aware that even though yes HPV can manifest into cervical cancer it has to go through many many stages at least five for it to get to that point so rather than projecting fear directly onto the person instead there should be some guidance to actually say these are the things that you can be doing in the meantime so you have this year gap between your first smear where you've been diagnosed with HPV to then the next year where you will come for a checkup to see if anything has happened but also just to keep an eye on your body and if anything changes or if you're bleeding in in between periods or anything like that then to obviously go back to your doctors but there is no guidance there to say these are things that have been researched by doctors, by health professionals, by people who have been through these experiences and had it and then cured themselves of it that you could be doing in the meantime rather than just feeling like you're a ticking time bomb so I've decided to take things and matters into my own hands this year because I'm so focused on my own being my best self and being the healthiest version of me and my health is so so important to me because I believe that the healthier I feel 
that the more that I can show up for others, the more that I will attract better things into my life, the more that I will be able to be more proactive, more motivated and be able to get things done that I want to achieve. And I'm just going to feel better as a whole. So there are common things that have been known to help with curing or helping support your immune system and curing HPV. So I'm going to list off some of the things that I'm currently working with at the moment. And this is through my own personal research. So this isn't from a health professional. This is from my own research into looking at, and again, I will share the books and the information that I have looked at myself and the research that I have looked at myself in terms of how I've been looking to cure myself of this virus because I don't want the virus in my body anymore. And I'm aware that there is an emotional connection to it that I'm working through with a therapist but also that there is a connection to it where I can be doing things or choosing what to put in my into my body because we are what we eat so what I'm putting into my body to help boost my immune system and this can be something that can help you protect yourself from a lot of different diseases and cancers and things that can maybe impact us later on down the line in life the first thing is that if you get diagnosed with HPV you should then not be on contraception and you should completely come off contraception and allow yourself to go back to your natural cycle you should have no contraceptions or extra hormones or anything going into your body because it isn't going to help your body fight the virus that's there secondly Removing alcohol from your life completely and going sober whilst you fight off this virus. And yes, it might seem drastic, but it needs to be done for your body to be able to have a fighting chance of getting rid of this virus. Also to make you aware that there are low level risks of HPV and high level risks. The low level risks usually show that when you have HPV, but if you also have genital warts on your external area, then you are at a lower risk. Whereas the higher risk usually doesn't show in forms of genital warts and there literally is no symptoms for the diagnosis. And it's only when you go and get your smear that when you get diagnosed with HPV that you find out that you have it. Folic acid, which has been known to help in cervical cancer and infection and curing HPV and this has been known from as early as like 1966 because there has been a correlation that has been made between folic acid deficiency and cervical cancer so you should be taking a folic acid supplement each day whilst you are trying to cure this virus adding extra vitamins into your daily supplements so you can take a multivitamin which will help boost your immune system and the benefit of a good multivitamin is that it provides many vitamins minerals and plant chemicals that may help with hpv and most of this information that i'm giving out at the moment is all taken from a book which is called painting a target on hpv and it's dr nick's natural treatment for cervical dysplasia so it talks all about the hpv virus where it comes from how you can cure it it has 
so much information in it that tells you about patients that he has has worked with over the years where adding these certain supplements into their diet and doing different things has actually helped them cure themselves of HPV and that there are things out there that can support you both holistically and through emotional support that can help you cure yourself of this virus and this is by Dr Nicholas Leroy who was based in um, Illinois it's such an interesting read and again I will add the book into the show notes Um, I literally read it within a couple of hours because I was so fascinated about the so many things that you don't don't get told about all you get told is that you get HPV and that basically it should just go away on its own um don't worry about it but then if you're still finding that um smear after smear after smear is that you still have it and you're wondering why your body can't get rid of it these supplements can actually support and help your body fight off the virus you also want to be looking at adding a probiotic into your diet as well you want to be looking at vitamin d because a vitamin d deficiency something that can have a huge impact into whether your body can fight off the virus or not. And there are also other things from mushroom blend, ashwagandha. You also want to be adding a lot of greens into your diet. And I'm talking like green smoothies in the morning. You want to be eating like shitloads of spinach, kale, broccoli, avocados and again be looking at doing this as part of a balanced diet so you need to be making a plan that works for you and also do your own research be open to doing your own research but mushroom extracts are known for increasing immunity this is something that I've been taking for probably like six to eight months um that I massively believe not only helps my immune system and helps me fight off, I've not, I, I don't get colds anymore, I don't really get the flu, I've not been ill for a long time, here's me touching wood, but I massively believe that me helping, me taking these supplements is massively helping my own immune system and I'm going to, this is the first time that I've ever spoke about this before, but I'm going to continue to share my healing journey with this and I have just been for a checkup today which is why I wanted to share is because I got told that everything's fine and I've got the all clear and I'm going to continue this journey as I work on healing my body not only physically from the virus but also emotionally and looking at the emotional connection to that and letting go of trauma if you have any form of sexual trauma or have carried around a lot where you felt that you carry around a lot of trauma in your root which is the base of your spine and around that area where your womb is or even up to the point of where we're looking at like your sacral and your solar plexus those chakras which are just underneath your rib cage so if you find that you you've ever suffered from IBS, stomach issues, or anything to do with your cervix, or anything to do with your womb, or anything to do with endometriosis. It's all of these things that mean that there is an emotional connection there. There is something that needs to be let go of. There is something that needs to be healed. And the more that you can allow yourself to do this and be open to the idea that our body is isn't one dimensional. It's not this. It, it's not one size fits all either so although I'm sharing my personal experience I encourage you to do your own 
investigations and connect with your own body and listen to your body when it's trying to talk to you and trying to communicate with you. I no longer have IBS because I now understand my body so much more and the reason why I had IBS was because of one, probably the diet that I was eating, like what I was eating, the food that I was consuming, what I was putting into my body, but also the environment that I was living in and living in a stress state constantly, constantly feeling like I was walking on eggshells. And also I want to briefly talk about, which again is something that isn't really spoken about or there isn't that awareness that is offered to you from health professionals whenever I have been diagnosed with HPV over the years through my smear tests is that they never really talk to you about unprotected sex or that different sexual partners could mean that you could have fought the virus off but then you because there there is no way to test males for HPV and to find out if males have it or not any person that you sleep with this could be men or women could have the virus and could be carrying the virus without even knowing and you could have fought off the virus and then sleep with somebody else so again it's about becoming more conscious of who you're sleeping with who you're letting into your space and your energy and again this is all about when we're looking at HPV it's all about us not feeling comfortable in expressing boundaries in saying no so actually the more that we can take control of our own body of our own minds, of knowing ourselves, of knowing who we are, of knowing what we want. And again, I'm going to bring it back to focusing on ourselves and what is right for us and how we want to live our lives, of the type of relationship that we want to find ourselves in. And I think this, again, all comes back down to you being curious about finding out more about yourself, being open to having a support network of people who are also curious and learning as much as they can, but are there to support you. I have a shamanic healer and a therapist that I speak to on a monthly basis because even when I don't think that I have something going on, I never don't have something to talk about. And there is always something that might come up that I then feel supported and guided to go through. And it gives me so much more direction. So if you haven't got somebody that you're checking in with once a month, whether that be a therapist, whether that be a coach, whatever that is, find someone that you connect with that you can invest in yourself with and also that someone is going to invest in you find someone that you feel like the relationship works it took me a while to find the right therapist for me the right coach for me and I and that was all down to me actually tuning into what I wanted out of a therapist I've had different coaches for different times of my life for different stages of my life so again it's about you uncovering what support it is that you want and finding someone that can work with you and support you on your journey. But I was having a conversation whilst I was at the hospital with the two um, trainee nurses who were in the room whilst I was getting this procedure done. And they were. I was talking to them about coaching and I was just having an open conversation about, you know, me trying to um, understand my own body more and to be um, curious about my own health and going down the holistic route and being open to you know we've got access to so much more information than we ever have before but use that wisely and 
use it in a way that you are curious and don't be coming from a place of fear because the more that we can take control and power back from our own body and the more that we can actually understand our own bodies a lot more it's never going to do you wrong by doing that and you can actually go into your doctor's appointment with so much more so much less fear and so much more awareness that you're doing all you can to support your own body and your own health and that ultimately you're putting yourself first and that you're trying to understand what your body is trying to communicate with you and I think that's probably one of the biggest things that you can focus on this year is to remember that there is always a connection between your mind and body and if you're suffering aches or pains or that if you're also like me we're struggling with HPV for so long is to be curious and look into and look at the um the books that I've shared and the articles that I've shared and the information I've shared and find out for yourself and tune into your own body and what is working for you and also look at getting the right support so you can once you find out what that emotional connection is that you have the right person that can guide you through that process this is why i i offer one-to-one coaching journeys where you can work with me for six weeks for 12 weeks but I also offer one-to-one healing sessions where you can do just as I do and drop in each month or each week or every other week whatever works for you because wherever you're at in your healing journey and you can have that safe space where you can openly talk about what's coming up and I can support and guide you through that process to understand mind, body, spirit. We can call in your guides. We can look at your numerology. We can pull card readings for you. There is so many things that we can do. We can use NLP techniques. We can also look at the emotional connection for you and work through that together. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things that you can do is to not feel like you're doing this on your own and to know that you have that support. I know that I wouldn't be able to get to where I am now and be in the place where I am where I feel so content and so fulfilled and that I'm living in a constant state of allow and just trusting that everything is working out for me and knowing that I'm exactly where I should be and that I get to be so excited about the future because I know that beautiful things are coming but if you're struggling with the idea then it might be time for you to find somebody whether that's me because you're listening to this podcast and you're like I really like the sound of what she's talking about I get it she sounds just like me and I resonate with what she's saying or whether you find or you whether you want to go searching to find find someone that you can resonate with find someone that just gets it and find someone that you know that you can trust to hold that safe space for you when you're healing I'm going to end the episode I said at the beginning I was going to go off on a riff and I didn't expect to talk for 35 minutes but hey there was a lot to share I hope that this has helped. I will put a lot of information in the show notes if you do want more information. If you do want to talk more in depth about one-to-one coaching and how the journeys work or even if you want to book in a one-to-one healing session or even if you just want to dip into your numerology reading or distance Reiki because we also work with energy healing as well because energy can get trapped in our bodies and that's where we might be holding on to emotional trauma and then 
this is where so many different modalities can come into play into your healing journey and that's why I bring all of these different things because I know that it's what helps me and I know that I've been there and that I'm on this journey and the reason why I go through all of this process and find all of these different things is because they take me to the deeper levels of myself so I am able to help you heal and meet the deeper parts of yourself. I am sending you so much love and light wherever you are listening to this right now and I look forward to seeing you soon in next week's episode.